Wow, that's I've never done that before. Wow. Wow, that's pretty wild. Looks like an old glory over there, Barry. Let's see if I can zoom in on it. There it is. Look at that. Oh, that's cool. It just perked right up right when we went live, Barry. How about that? Look at that, guys. Who's on? Who's up? Debbie and Suzanne are first, Barry. Hey, guys. Connie's second. Hey. Or I guess it'd be third if you'd take it. Hey, how are you, Connie? So, what do you think of that, guys? Is that beautiful? Am I partial, or do we just have the coolest flag in the whole we world? We have the coolest flag, I think. We do have the coolest flag. Oh, glory. It is beautiful, isn't it? And I love the fact that with the wind blowing, it's just so cool. So hey, many, Jeanette. How many people are you supposed to uh, little maintenance last week? Little maintenance? Have you guys been? I don't know, Bear. It's a good. It's a good question. You guys been maintenancing your uh, your walk with the Lord since the last week? Lisa, <laughs> Lisa says, "Are you at a funeral?" <laughs> hey, well, Christina. It depends on how you look at it. <laughs> hey, well, no, we're actually a Bogey Hills Golf Club, and we've been here. It's a long time for us. We've been in the same place for over two weeks, Barry. And that's uh, that's that's a long time for us. It's a long time. So time yeah, some would say the golf course is a funeral <laughs> home. Not me. Sometimes I feel really alive on the golf course. Yeah, I love it. Especially when I'm whipping down Rob. That's always fun. <laughs> that makes me feel really alive. How are you guys? Grandma Judy, shalom. Peace to you. <sighs> What's happening? I'm going to give it just a couple minutes here. So how are you guys doing? Was it a good week? Did you guys do maintenance? Remember last week we talked about the importance of maintaining and maintaining your vehicles and tying that in with the uh, the truth of maintaining our walk and maintaining our uh, relationship with Christ. Have you guys done pretty good? Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, you know, I took a little heat for the little uh, illustration we did about being the nerd reading the maintenance manual. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was was Master <laughs> Mastercard giving you a little trouble? Uh, you little, what's he reading the manual for? It's like, well, it was an illustration. You know, but so you do a, you are a manual yeah. reader, Barry. Oh, for sure. The first thing I want to do is real, read the directions, right? I, I just want to throw them in the trash as soon as you get them. But Barry's always he's that guy. You think Mastercard's watching today? I hope so. Hope they are. What's up, guys? They chime in all the time. Well, we need a thumbs up at least from you guys. But I'm going to start because it looks like it's going to be a maintenance every day. That's right. Too blessed to be stressed. Amen. So, you know, I, the title of the, the thing as we put on Facebook, did you know that you're a masterpiece? It was funny. So on our 30th anniversary, Barry, Len uh, made me, I mean, Len and I went to uh, Rome and then we went to Florence. And while we were there, you know, we got to go to the Duomo, of course, where the David is that Michelangelo carved uh, the David out of, right? So it was just, it was amazing to see in person. This in, in The David carved out of this one piece of stone is probably, I don't know, but standing in front of it, I was impressed because it's so huge. 
And the Michelangelo, the artist, the creator of this, was incredible. You could even see in real life, as I stood in front of it, the veins. Uh, you could see it was just incredible, the detail and the, uh, the time that it must have taken to create this masterpiece, the David, right? So we walked around the Duomo, and this was the coolest thing that I didn't know even existed. So we go into this other gigantic room that had uh, several different statues in various forms uh, of completion. It was some things that Michelangelo had been working on at the time of his death, so he never really actually got to complete them. Um, and one of the one of the tour guides said something when they uh, it was I don't know if it was quoted or not. But it's lore that Michelangelo said, when he asked the question, how do you do this? And he says, I'm just simply carving away and knocking away all that's not of the masterpiece. It's in there. I'm just knocking all of the extra stuff off. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> but I think about uh, when we meet people, and um, I guess it's because we've been walking with, hey, Brett. We've been walking with the Lord so long. When we meet people that aren't in Christ, I don't know if God just gives us a vision almost of what they could be if they would simply come to the cross. If they would simply come to Jesus and see the beauty that lies within them that God wants to bring out because he's the ultimate artist. Right? And it's, I wouldn't say we walk around like, oh, I can, but really sometimes you see a person and you're thinking if you would just let Christ be your all in all, it'd be amazing what, what he would do with you. And when we go into this room and we saw the uh, the ones that weren't done, they had this one where the guy was actually looked like he was trying to come out of the rock. And Michelangelo, of course, had died before he was released. And I, it reminded me of people that I see that are saved, that for whatever reason, because of uh, you were tired or bored or uh, you just walked off and you left you left before he had a chance to complete. Philippians 1.6 says he will finish what he started. And sometimes we walk off or take a break or, or because it gets tiring, um, we hit Danny. Um, and, and we leave before we've given God the opportunity or the time required that it takes to make something beautiful out of us, right? Um, so the scripture that I'm going to talk about today is found in Ephesians chapter 2. And I'm using the NLT because it actually uses the word masterpiece. But um, it's going to be a little bit of reading. But uh, I'm going to pick it up at chapter 2, verse 4. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It's only by God's grace that you've been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Now watch this. So God can point to us in all future ages, ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. He wants to display us. It's amazing to me. Ephesians 2.8, I'm sure that you guys know this. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Now watch this. I love this part. 
For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Before the, before the beginning of time, Barry, God planned all these good works. He purposed all these good works that we would walk in them, right? We don't do the good works to be saved. You know better. We do the works because we are saved, right? God has foreplanned and foreordained us to walk in that. But you can't do that if you walk off before you're done. You can't do that if you walk off the, uh, the range before you've given the master, the artist, time to complete what he said he was going to do. At that point, we're walking by faith, not by sight. We're believing in what God said. We believe Philippians 1.6 when he said he will accomplish what, he sent. what he's meant to do. We'll also believe the word will accomplish what it's sent for it to do. It won't return void. So we're walking by promises that God is making masterpieces of us. And sometimes we don't look like it. Barry had a picture of square pants. SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> as we walk around in, in various forms of completion, right? But 2 Corinthians 4.17, turn there real quick. And I think about that proverb, I think it's in 24. Um, you know, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I think sometimes... Um, when you see that, you think of, oh, iron sharpens. You know, when, when iron hits iron, it's violent. It's loud. It's sparks are going to fly. I mean, uh, as you, and I think about the artist, Barry Michelangelo, when he was knocking that granite away, and it must have been loud. It must have been messy. It must have been a lot. But he had a plan in mind. He had seen what this big block of granite was going to be when he finished it, right? right. So in his mind, so when God is knocking all of this stuff, all of off of us he has he's more concerned about the end than uh than if we're comfortable right. you know so 417 second uh corinthians chapter 4 verses 16 and we're going to go take to 18 that is why we never give up yes. though our bodies are dying our spirits are being renewed every day now watch this because during the process this is hard right for our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet, they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. You know, God's working on you. Proverbs 27, 17, that's it. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I know it gets uncomfortable being under the sculptor's hammer and anvil, and and that it gets uncomfortable sometimes. But if, if you allow God to continue to beat on you and hammer you and mold you and shape you and respond, you respond to, He's gonna uh, do something special with your life. It may not look like it now, and it's gonna take time. I'm sure Michelangelo didn't walk in on a Monday, Barry, start hammering on this David, and Tuesday walked out and was done. Right. You that would that. be unrealistic to think that the masterpiece like that could have made, uh, been made that quickly. It took time, it took effort, it took uh, hours, it was messy, it was loud, all of this stuff. But in the end, look what's left for us to, to enjoy. Right. You know. So God's doing the same thing with you. Um, give him time and give yourself a little bit of grace because he wants to do something special. I was just reading this little bit of commentary on that 17 and it said, you know, the troubles that we go through helps us to see, actually it refines us, 
but that actually helps us to see what this world really is. You know, so as he chips the world off of us, then we are that masterpiece that he wants to make out of us. But like you said earlier, how many people have we seen leave before mm. God has a chance to work on them? Because yep. we live in a society, we want results immediately. And it, okay. it doesn't happen like that. You have to give it time. And I like the scripture too, it says we fix our eyes. Let me find it here. So we fix our eyes on not what is seen, but what is unseen. So if we fix, fix our eyes on God, we're on heaven, things like that. It helps us during these troubled times that we're all we're all going through something, and it's just all part of it. If it, if life were easy, uh, we probably wouldn't even enjoy what we're going through. But he's using these troubles, these afflictions, and things that happen to us for a reason. And we know there's some people that's going through some pretty serious afflictions right mm -hmm. now too. But he's whittling away things, and now they're starting to see things that they couldn't see before. So. Just because you're going through trouble is not always a bad thing. So Yeah, dude. But be encouraged. Hang on. Just keep going. But don't quit. That's that's the thing, I think, is don't quit. Give God a chance to make a masterpiece out of you. Well, it's funny. That scripture says don't give up. Right. Do not give up. Don't give up, man. Sometimes it seems like it's easier to quit. Mm -hmm. It would be. And there have been moments in our walk that we took a pause. Don't quit. Right. Keep moving on. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you do. When you get off track, come back. And all the things that we say every weekend. But it's true, though. It's, Barry, it's and I true. want to say this. Uh, I got a text message from somebody that lists, we go to church with us and listens to the brown bag. How encouraging that text message was that this means something. The Fridays mean something. The Saturday message. And it was so encouraging to us because we're always encouraging other people. That's what we've been called to do, right? But did you know that you guys are ministers also? Yeah. We're not the only ones out right. there. You are too. Uh, so you guys should pick a person or two and encourage them. Let them know that you know what I can see. Uh, I can see what would happen if you would release your life to Christ and maybe encourage them. Maybe they're about ready to give up and walk right. off and be square pants or whatever that guy. <laughs> and you don't want that. So just reach out, pick the phone up, and call them up and say, "Hey, man, you can tell that the changes that God has made in you is remarkable." So, yeah, finish the race. You got yeah, that right. you got that right. So, anyway, that's what we got today. We have to go back to work because we are creating a sort of masterpiece. Yes. In this house. In the paint world. In the paint world. So, love you guys.